live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good. good. My you, mind all, yeah. always the one that responds. You, know, you guys I, never say anything. I look around. the only gentleman here. Black. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta let you talk sometime. I look around the room and uh, all three of them are sick. And uh, <laughs> No, I'm getting better. Getting better. Well, it, it's it's uh, it's commonly called the, uh, the, the shot show flu. I mean, you, you go to a... A very enclosed building. How many windows were on that building? There would have been, uh, let's three, see, none. none. Exactly. No, there were three. Three. They were bolted shut, yeah. but there were three. Uh, you put 100,000 people in there over the course of a week. Then you uh, you put everybody in the same hotels. Then you put everybody in the same shuttle buses. You put everybody on the same planes in and out. And uh, inevitably, you get the week gets sick. Uh, and, uh, and that's what, what? we have. Yeah, what? 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 The week gets sick. No, I said you get one. sick during the week. Yeah, you get sick during the week. Hold on, let's roll back the tape. What it says? Sick during the week. Sick during the week. And I didn't get sick during the week. No, you got sick on the way back, on the plane ride back, because you sat next to somebody that was infected. You sat next to Carrier One. You guys broke the golden rule. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, you know, these guys brought these back. guys brought the. Yeah, it, listen, I'll tell you how bad the Thanks. shot show flu is. Alec has it. Yep. Alec, didn't, Alec, Alec stayed home in a smoking jacket while we were gone. So, um, and that's uh, that's <laughs> that's because he he's choking on my grated tobacco. <laughs> yeah, that's this wasn't the bubblegum one where you blow and the smoke comes out the end. I miss those. No. <laughs> so, so, uh, so for those of you uh, that have, that were at Shot Show with us, and everybody else around the country that was at Shot Show, I hope you all feel better. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> hope you get better. Uh, I, uh, I, on the other hand, am uh, lucky to have a some kind of uh, medically induced uh, military strength uh, immune system, and, no. uh, and don't uh, really allow catch me it. to illuminate the terrain in which we find ourselves currently <laughs> deployed. Most of your immune system is in your digestive tract. That's very true. And you clearly have the largest digestive tract of anybody in this room. No, that's not true because oh, I've had oh. some of it removed. Yeah. So yeah. No, you had was, you, you had a you had a dead end spur removed. <laughs> the rest of your tract is still intact. Am I correct, <laughs> Mr. Earl? I have had a uh, doctor tell me that I do have a High intestinal bacteria count, which accounts for my uh, high uh, immune system. Yes, you do have so. a high. It's because you eat strange things. Right, like chicken sushi. Yes, right. But, and, you know, it's funny when you sushi. go into Publix and you ask for sushi-grade chicken, sometimes they just look at you funny. <laughs> I did that one time, just uh, on a lark. You, you can't do that. No, yeah, she just yeah, went, no, just what we have in the cases. <laughs> just what's in the case, sir. Just what's in the case. Just, what's in, just, just what you say. Now that we've almost completely got off track, let's go around the room and make the introductions, because as you know, you can't tell the players without a scorecard. Ooh, shiny. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone, please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, and, uh, and a special thank you to Earl, who uh, came in and worked a couple extra hours today, so me and one of uh, our other friends could go out and, uh, and gallivant and have fun. Goof off. <laughs> there is a 
police patch and badge show in town, and I get a little nerdy around police patches and badge from all my years of service. So, just around that? Yeah, well, that's one of the things. Oh, that's good. Uh, that'd be in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be in the top five. Mm-hmm. And uh, this young uh, employee that works with us is a uh, he's 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 very new to it, young kid, and he brings back the exuberance that I may have lost. So, it's a uh, it's fun to be back involved in. So <laughs> saw some friends I hadn't seen for a while. So so thank you to thank you to Jeremy. Uh, for bringing me back, and thank you for Earl for letting me and Jeremy go out for a couple hours this morning. On my left is the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back. His name is Kevin Maxwell. He's an attorney. Thank you. <laughs> I am an attorney. He is. Shakespeare was right. I, he was oh, easy. Easy. It was <laughs> easy. That, that's almost suicide. You know that? That's <laughs> wow. And on his left, the samurai sidekick, the paddle and learner. Please welcome back, Mr. Alec L. Weber Esquire. That, mean, that means I'm an attorney. The third. The third. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, sir? You're a little sick, huh? You caught what Kevin brought back for you. Yeah, he was a kind soul. Well... At least he brought you something back. <laughs> Could be like the rest of his family. <laughs> no. Can't bring him anything. I, I, brought, I brought him back a patch. Yeah, he did. Darth Kitty. That's right. Oh, Darth Kitty. Darth Kitty. Yes. That's, uh, that's nice. He thought so. That's, that's nice. I giggled. Does he wear that on his the knapsack at lunchtime, or what is he, where does he wear that patch? I have uh, attached it to my lunchbox. Attached to his lunchbox. There we go. And glued it. There we go. My metal lunchbox. He has a tactical... Lunchbox. Tactical, practical. <laughs> it defends his life and gives him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It'll, it'll take a bullet and wax him upside the head. And <laughs> there you go. There you go. Baby Carlos tactical diaper bag kind of thing. <laughs> now that's good. Baby Carlos, see, mm-hmm. ties into Vegas. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nicely. Very nicely played. Uh, hey, we got a good show coming for you today. We got a bunch of topics. Got some. Got some guest callers coming on. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, our loving president uh, making some changes to the background check process. Uh, we've got. To, we've got to get to that. Uh, we've got some uh, absolutely ridiculous statements coming from the new superintendent of the Chicago Police Department. See the the old one. You guys remember the old one, uh, Mr. Uh, McCarthy up there. Uh, he's he was dismissed. We'll talk about that. But there's a there's a just as ignorant <laughs> replacement in uh, in that position now. So we'll we'll talk about the new the new superintendent for the Chicago Police Department. I uh, talked about I talked to the ATF about 41P. We'll talk to you about uh, Kevin's conversation with the ATF about 41F. Well, it's now, F now yeah. it was yeah. P. I don't know how it went. It went up forward in time, but okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Well, same. You know same what I think it is? I think it's. Last week. I actually think it's forty-one P for proposed and forty-one F for our final. For for final. I think so. Yeah, final. That's what that F stands for. Um, let's go with. <laughs> yes. Uh, in, in Florida, in Florida, we have some news. We have uh, the. Uh, open carry bill moving forward. So we'll talk to you about what's going on there with open carry in the state of Florida. In Virginia, some major news popped this week with the uh, governor up there, Governor McAuliffe, doing the... Uh, <laughs> I never mind my mind. Yeah, doing, <laughs> never mind. Exactly, doing the political backstroke there when he, he saw he saw funding dro- dropping away rather quickly. So, uh, got those topics. Uh, who else? Who knows what else will pop up in the middle of the show? Uh, you can get a hold of us here at the uh, station with 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. 
You can hit us up on the. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing it. Earl would normally do this, but he's still choking on the cough over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the the get get us on the tweeter at at Arms Room Radio. Correct. Uh, the email is radio at armsroom dot com. Yep. And uh, there's the Facebook one. What's that? Facebook dot. Yeah, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. So send us your questions. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, we'll give you calendar updates where we're going to be in the next couple of weeks, couple of months. We'll, we'll continue to give you those throughout the show. And uh, un- until we get back, we're going to we're gonna sit in here and we're going to organize some paperwork and uh, bring you the best show possible. So thank you for joining us here at Arms Room Radio. You're listening to us on Keltec Studios coming to you live. And we'll see you in a minute. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.
listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Gentlemen, 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 ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, we have a we have a, we have a show for you today. We've got a great show. The first thing we're going to talk to you about is it's it's a little close to home. We know we know we know the the ins and outs of the what's going on in Florida. So we're going to give you some Florida update. This this applies really uh, to there's there's several states that don't have open carry yet. Uh, several being five that don't have any any type of recognized open carry. Uh, 45 states in the country do. Uh, I believe the numbers off the top of my head are 30 with unrestricted open carry. It's, it's, a, it's more of a constitutional carry. And 15 that it's tied somehow to a concealed weapons permit or a, 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 a firearms permit of some sort. So it's not uh, just walk in the state as a resident of the, of the country or the state and, and be allowed to open carry. The... The bill that's on the floor in Florida would make us would make Flor- Floridians one of the 15 when you would have to have a concealed carry permit in order to open carry. So it's an open carry permit now. It, it, you know, it, it, it's, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah, so you walk around with a copy of the Constitution. Yeah, yeah, there's 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 many states that that don't have. Uh, and you remember we had uh, um, Jerry McHenry from Georgia. Uh, the Georgia Gun Rights Association, uh, he talked about, and we got the the terminology wrong with him, it's not a Georgia concealed carry permit, it's a Georgia firearms card now. So they can do, they had to change their own terminology once it happened. Uh, In Florida, this was uh, Thursday. Despite discord among the state's law enforcement officers and passionate efforts to derail it, a National Rifle Association-backed measure to allow nearly 1.5 million people to openly carry guns in Florida is ready for consideration by the full House Senate. Now, this this story is out of uh, Tallahassee. This story is uh, by a uh, an anti-constitutional amendment uh, believer. She does not believe in the Second Amendment. She's a oh, she's a she's, uh, one of those. she's one of them. She's a she's a she's a terrorist. She's a communist. She's a she's an she anti better, she better anti ISIS, You know, there's a guy hunting them. There, there is, there is, there's, there's the ISIS hunter. There's, and that's, uh, well, you know what? That's actually a, it'd be a good reality show, isn't it? ISIS, ISIS hunter tonight at eight. Wicked, <laughs> wicked ISIS. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and have the guy never find him, kind of like the the finding Bigfoot thing. You know? or, or Nessie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and we have we have a show once a week, and you keep watching, and every show, yeah, you know, missed it. Right. That much. Again. I can't believe I watched this thing again. I almost had it. Uh, I touched it. A compromised version of House Bill 163 by Representative Matt Getz, Republican from Fort <laughs> Walton Beach, easily passed the House Judiciary Committee on Thursday. Twelve to four vote came after. Two and a half hours of debate that included mentions of terrorism, God, and the Wild West, and four unsuccessful attempt, amendments aimed at scaling back the drastic shift, drastic shift in public policy. Now you could see, you, you you could see in your brain how this how this debate went when it includes things like guns are bad, t- terrorism, God, and the Wild West. Mm, guns are bad. Now, well, yeah. you know. <laughs> I would want to hear that in context. Why? It's oh, sure. politics. We don't put anything in context. Right. But this is the same well, argument. You know, she said all these things, 
But if you read the actual sentences that they said, it might have been something like, we need to stop terrorism, and the way that we can do this in this God-fearing country is to go back to the way they did it in the West, the Wild West, which is every person was responsible for defending themselves. I'm going to take no for 500, Alex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll double down on it. Uh, the, uh, you can hear the arguments. The If we if there's open carry... Yeah, I did mention I'm a defense attorney, right? Yes. <laughs> if there's open carry, it's going to be like the Wild West again. People are going to be shooting each other when they cut, when they cut them off at the gas station, which is the exact same arguments that started in 1986... When they said, we're going to have concealed carry. When we have concealed carry, and then Florida was the first to have the concealed carry. And every state from then until now has made that argument. And guess what? <laughs> uh, it didn't happen. Nothing. None. Does not happen. Does not happen whatsoever. Well, in their fantasy world. Well, yeah, sure. In their, in their, in their fantasy world. Tallahassee uh, Representative Michelle Raywinkle Vasalinda was the only Democrat to side with Republicans in supporting the measure. If it becomes law, anyone with a permit to carry a concealed weapon could carry handguns openly whenever they're allowed to carry concealed or wherever they're allowed to carry concealed. So, you know, you're still not allowed to carry open in courthouse, courthouse police stations, post office, post office. Exactly right. Uh, gun free zone. No, no, no. There are the, the gun free zones. Let's be clear about that. And for Florida. I'm just, I'm, I, okay. this is called being a foil. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, foiled again. Um, so we'll just skip it then. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, there's, there, there's uh, unlike the many states where you have uh, no guns allowed in this restaurant, those those signs in the state of Florida are, don't, are not backed by the rule of law. That's the opinion of the operator, and... I don't want to call him an operator. Uh, yeah, okay, the opinion <laughs> of the, uh, the, the management or ownership of the restaurant. And uh, if they discover you are carrying concealed, obviously they'd probably, even those people, be able to determine a little quicker that if you're you're carrying open carry, they would probably see your firearm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Well, I suppose how petite it might be. Yeah, yes, true. True. It could be a, a wee pistol. Oh, calibre, perhaps. Okay, that's a wee pistol. <laughs> yeah, that's... Okay, you said no inside jokes. Ladies and gentlemen, no, that is the, is... that's the smallest semi-automatic firearm ever made. It's just a little bit bigger than a silver dollar. I, yeah, but that's not an inside joke. That's a, Everybody knows that's the smallest automatic production pistol ever made. Right? You guys do that, right? right? Yeah, yeah, we knew that. Yeah, see? And we knew that because you wave yours at us all the time and go, look what I've got. Like a Calibre. He waves his little pistol at you. <sighs> All right, that's like a half a, a bell for has, Alec there. It, ha, it has a purse. <laughs> half a bell. Uh, private businesses ranging from grocery stores and bars to Disney World would be able to decide whether people can carry guns, but no public place, such as a public hospital, could ban them unless guns are banned already under state law. Senate version, Senate Bill 300, sponsored by Getz's father, coincidentally, uh, Senator Don Getz, Republican Niceville, awaits consideration before the Chamber's Judiciary Committee, its second of three committee stops. Chairman Senator Miguel Diaz de la Portilla, Republican Miami, has said he will give it a hearing. Last year... He wouldn't that's do where, it. That's where it died. Uh, it, uh, he did not give it a hearing. It just sat there. So it's, uh, it's moving its way forward there. This uh, 
again, op- open carry, folks. And, and if you're listening in, uh, in Central Florida, uh, let me let me give you our quick experiences. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. Let me give you some quick experiences, some knowledge, some numbers, some some facts for to 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 calm you down. Because I know you hear open carry, and if you lived in Florida or if you're in one of these other five states that don't have open carry. You're you're going whoa hold on you know I don't want the bad guy to know I have a gun I don't I don't want you know people could steal it and, and a lot of people are concerned about open carry. Of the 45 states that currently have open carry now, for the past 10 years is when the statistics have been uh, compiled for open carry crimes selected collected, collected. yes uh, crimes against and I want you to, I want you to keep this in your brain nobody nobody shout out the answer. Crimes against those people. Crimes against people that are open carrying in the last 10 years. Think about that. Think about what that number might be. All right. Now let's talk about concealed carry. Crimes against concealed carry holders. You see this in the news every every day, at least once a week. You know, who knows how, how many more times it's happening, but at least once a week you see uh, shootout in the parking lot at the, uh, the, the, at the Wawa when... Bad guy confronts concealed carry holder, and concealed carry holder says, "No, no, I'm not giving you my money. Yeah. No, 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 you're not no, stealing no. my car with my kid in the backseat. No, 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 no." Uh, so, I mean, does one once a week sound about right for what we hear on the news with a concealed carry holder? Yeah. You see the video? There was there was one this week. I think it was a, a Virginia or a North Carolina barber shop where somebody came in and tried yeah. to rob the young guys. That, didn't, the, that didn't go well. Didn't for go well. So it, dep- it depends on how it turns out. Because if it turned out in favor of the concealed carry person, it's usually swept under the rug. Yeah, yeah. So we, but we see that stuff generally about once a week, which means who knows how many more times it's really happening. I saw one where a concealed carrier stopped a, an assassination of an officer. Yes, yes. So all the time, why are people, or why are bad guys picking to get into a shootout with concealed carry holders? Because they don't. Well, know. they're they not. Know. <laughs> Alex, exactly. Alex, exactly right. If you're wearing the Let's call it the concealed carry uniform. Shoot me first uh, pants. You know the uh, the, the tactical pants, <laughs> the tactical what, that's, boots. That's that's what my kids call right. it. Shoot me first pants. <laughs> you've got a, you've got a shirt on that says Second Amendment, you know, supporter. The bad guy's going to look at you and go, I'm going to I'm going to move away from that guy because that, guy, that guy's probably going to be a problem. But if they go up to the old guy wearing uh, not the old guy, they go up to anybody they wearing plaid shorts, black socks, and slippers at the ATM machine. It didn't work. <laughs> I tried it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy they're going to take on, right? Here's the problem. Now, here's, here's the good thing about open carry. In open carry, the bad guy doesn't have to do a lot of judging. He doesn't have to stand back and go, are those just brown sneakers or are those tactical boots? He gets to say, that guy has a gun. <laughs> That's in 1911 <laughs> That's he's wearing. That's a gun. Wow. So they stay away from the guy with the gun. Remember I asked you earlier to, to, to get with me and think how many crimes have there been against open carry holders in 45 states over the past 10 years? I would imagine it would be negligible. I'm going to give you the answer. One. Negligible. One. This is a gentleman that had a cheap nylon holster, was bending over, and the gun was just about ready to jump out by itself before somebody grabbed the gun and ran the other way. That was the crime. He, he didn't stop and fight with him. No. It was a, it was a smash and grab. But, but because it's a, it's a firearm stolen, it makes it a violent felony. Right. Uh, you know, from a person. It's aggravated robbery uh, with a firearm involved uh, in Florida. Now, anyway. I, I have, I have a, a riddle for, for Earl, because Earl carries... Are you going to go with the same holster you wear now, or are you going to go to something with higher retention? All questions we'll answer when we get back from the break. You'll listen to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios.
This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself. So why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, Rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Keltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We are coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Uh, I talked to the gentlemen, both the, both the, I talked to three people at GunTech this week. I got to talk to Charlie, I got to talk to uh, Phil, and I talked to Javier. 
the uh, the young young warehouse uh, lad manager. So got uh, to talk to a couple of guys there. I I, I was there when I talked to them. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. We Kevin and I got to talk kept to looking Phil at, and, you. Kept looking at me like Javier. I was. You were telling me. I was like, I, I know that. Well, I I can uh, <laughs> I can't really see Alec because of the, the the cluster the cluster of towers between me and him. And uh, Earl's over there stroking his his beard, so that kind of intimidated me. <laughs> As well, Fred is a scary guy. Well, he's, he's stroking the beard, but he's got that look on his face. So, Fred is ready to go. Fred is ready to go. Fred is Earl's beard's name. We've decided. Uh, well, actually, we didn't decide. Uh, the beard told it, it us what his name was. It, 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 <laughs> what's your name? It, it became self-aware. <laughs> it, uh, in Las Vegas, yes. it was the first time its beard had been to Vegas on its own, and uh, it decided to uh, have fun. Yeah. Uh, so I can talk to the gentleman at GunTech. Everybody's great. Everybody's doing wonderful. They said uh, say hello to everybody out there in uh, listener land. They appreciate uh, your your uh, your your desire and appreciation of their products. So uh, you know, and and we do too. They said to, again, Kevin. Uh, they're I guess you're planning a trip out there. They uh, I can't wait. Can't wait to see you. Going to go try to do that. And uh, they're a great bunch of guys, so please get a, get on there at uh, guntecusa.com, guntechusa.com. Look at all their products, find out where the dealers are, and, uh, and, uh, and hook them up. They're great people. Uh, and huge Second Amendment supporters. Very huge. Open carriers in their own state, uh, concealed carriers in their own state, great gun guys. Great, great people for the community. Uh, getting back, we were talking before we went to the break. Kevin had asked Earl a question. If... Florida gets open carry. Would that change his uh, his method of carry? Well, let, let me uh, or, or carry style or, or carry holster. I think the question may have been right. We both, Earl and I, you you don't carry like we do, but you, you carry a different method. Different method. But Earl and I both carry in Kydex holsters. Now I converted to Kydex because of Earl's suggestion and the fact that he very successfully snatched my clock from my. A bikini leather band holster that I've worn for decades. Um, and thank you for not breaking my thumb when you did that. Um, and <laughs> well, I've gone to... Uh, had to prove a point. I, yeah, it proved it. It proved it completely. Um, that's why I carry concealed, because they wouldn't know it was there, so they wouldn't be able to steal it from me like he did. Um, I actually had the opportunity to look at several Kydex holster manufacturers uh, while I was at SHOT, and I am wearing one of those right now that I'm going to test and see if I can break it, because I do tend to do that. I break stuff. Um, but the question was, if you're carrying concealed, a level one retention is probably sufficient. Mm-hmm. You go to a level two or a level three retention if you're going to carry open. Now, uh, to, to, so everybody understands that. If you look at a law enforcement officer's holster, you will see that there are two or three different operations that have to take place in order for the firearm to be drawn from the holster. And it keeps the firearm from being drawn from the holster by anyone except the user unless you get the angle right. It's, it's very um, geometry-dependent upon where you're grabbing and, and what direction you're trying to draw the weapon from. And that's my question to Earl is, would you go to a different holster type if you were going to carry openly? First, let me, let me say before Earl answers, <laughs> just to get in there, the... Uh, there are there's threat level holsters, threat level one, threat level two, threat level three. The old holster you had, your your, your bikini holster, would have been a, a, a level one retention holster. The only you action probably wouldn't have been even that much. Well, you have, you, there's one action. You have to pull the gun out of the holster. Right. Well, you could probably fire it inside the holster. Okay, um, I would say that 
a Kydex holster because it's not a, it's not a law enforcement carry holster. No. But I would say a, a Kydex holster is a is probably a threat level too. It has the the trigger guard protected. Mm-hmm. You have to pull the gun out at a certain angle, and it the Kydex is is tight enough on there so it locks around either the trigger guard or the uh, the the ejection port. So there's or, there's or it's, it's like a clicking in. Mm-hmm. So I'd call it. At least a level a 1.5, if not a level two style holster on a Kydex. And, and also that probably depends on who made it and yes. how tightly they molded it. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Can I answer now? Yeah, that's what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's looking at that. You know, I I was ready for this. I, I've been making notes since well, he started talking. A, I was doing a I was doing a terminology uh, translation. Yes, uh, I I think initially right now I I want to go with everything that Mike's telling me that you know in 45 states for 10 plus years only one issue but <clears throat> the years of being a concealed carrier it's it's, it's tough. tough i'm going to have to stick my toes in the water i can't i can't jump in the deep end it's absolutely tough i told you this, i told you guys the story uh when i went to the georgia carry convention and was was asked to come up there yes um we that, that's the, exactly the, what i'm the, referring the wife to. and i we were all ready i mean we picked out holsters and and outfits depending on, you know, what we were wearing. Okay, I can't wear a black holster with a brown shirt, brown belt. That's horrible, you know? They'll, black they'll, and brown they'll, together. They'll, they'll, throw me this, they'll throw me out. Uh, so we, we coordinated outfits. We're standing there coming out of the hotel room, and it's the giant foyer, uh, you know, looking down into the rest of the hotel. And we got about a step outside and, and couldn't do it. Had to go back in. Had to go back in and change. It's kind of like those those first two or three steps on a nude beach. You're, you you talk you psyched yourself up, but the uh, the alcohol wore off when you hit the beach. You know, <laughs> uh, you know your, your your courage went away. And it wasn't until other people were standing around you that you said, "Okay, maybe I can do this." Right, you know, and right. then you then you were good in the hotel. But then when it was time to go across the street to the gas station or to McDonald's or the mm-hmm, mall, it was like mm-hmm. the same fears all over again. And I'm I'm right there with you, Earl. Uh, you know how many years we've been carrying concealed. And now you're going to tell me all, I could do it all, a different way. All of them. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, for me, yeah. not for him. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a it's a definitely an adjustment. And and the ones that we have to help with the adjustment through education, through training, through cooperation is, is the law enforcement community. And you heard um, Lieutenant Bill on here a couple of weeks back, I think when the bill first went forward, that many agencies are now taking this seriously. They know that it's coming so they're already starting to train uh, that. Don't shoot th- them because they're wearing a firearm. Exactly. Unlike yeah. Sheriff Gultieri over Just in. Shoot uh, them in, because they're wearing a firearm. Right. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Pinellas County, I believe it is. Um, all the other sheriffs and chiefs are doing the. These are Second Amendment holders. These are people that have the rights. People like uh, like uh, uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey over in Brevard there, County, there, who's been the, a big uh, a big proponent for this. That's a citizen. Yes. Uh, let let the citizen carry their firearm because you know what Wayne did, Sheriff Wayne did. He looked at all the stats around the country. In addition to there being only one crime against open carry holders, where those open carry holders are now, <laughs> less people try stuff. Violent crime has gone down drastically. Hmm. Think there's a correlation? I, well, you well, know, because it's the not prob- a target-rich environment. Exactly. The problem right. <laughs> with criminals is criminals don't really. They're not well educated. They they don't they don't look into understanding the law. When they see a person wearing a firearm openly, most of the time they just presume that must be the police. Exactly. It must be the police. Uh, back to the story. Matt Getz, uh, Representative Matt Getz, measure is likely to earn favor in the full House, where 81 of 120 members are Republicans. 
but Democrats say they plan to continue fighting. Huh? Good for them. Republicans and gun rights supporters heralded the proposed a proposal Thursday as one that fortifies constitutional rights, or what what uh, Representative Julio Gonzalez of Venice said was he called it a God-given right to openly carry firearms. Not quite sure that's in the Bible, but I, I, I get his meaning. It's a it's a natural right, natural-born right given to you by by God uh, to for self-defense. Our founding fathers called it a God-given right. Yes, yes, but they didn't say to openly carry. Well, yeah, because you didn't when they were thinking about it. There was, was, no was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was not a lot of concealed muskets. Carry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want right. me to stick that in my pants? What? Are you having a spear or is that a musket? Yeah. <laughs> when the dinosaurs come after you, you have a right to use your spear. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, to minimize the particular glaring problem, Representative Jared Moskowitz, Democrat, Coral Springs City, plans to bring an amendment to the House floor that would ban people on the federal no-fly list from getting concealed weapons permits in Florida. That's See, the stupidest thing ever. I was going to say, this just goes to show that even though you get elected, <laughs> you're still a complete moron. All right? Uh, just, just... Do we have the talk? We don't have much time left before we hit the break, but we had the talk. You're, you're put on the no-fly list unknowingly with coincidence because your name has to be similar to somebody else, and then there's no due process to get off. Do I want terrorist Abdul, Al- Abdul Wait, on there? Th- no. Th- this is... Th- that's not the part, of the, the part that bothers me. The part that bothers me is they put everybody yes. on the no-fly list. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can fly anywhere. The airline's business is out, and you have to go everywhere by train. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no more guns. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. A little bit more about open carry when we get back. We'll see you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. 
with my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Caltech Weapons. Listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Uh, so we're talking about open carry. It's uh, it's passed another hurdle in Florida. Uh, you know, perhaps perhaps it's the year we get open carry in Florida. Again, uh, the the statistics we were pointing out earlier in the show is that concealed carry holders uh, end up in an encounter about once a week somewhere across the country. You know, you'll see it in the media. Whereas over the past ten years, that's the ones you see in the media. That's the ones you see in the media. Yeah, there's the, probably more that happens that the bad guy runs away and doesn't tell anybody, right. and the guy guy just goes home. Exactly, and a lot of those happen because if the if the trigger's not pulled, no, don't tell nobody. Just go home. Exactly right. I don't. I'm gonna stick around and do two hours worth of report writing. Yeah, uh, and get treated like a like a bad guy for carrying a gun. Uh, but in the 45 states that currently have open carry in the, of the past 10 years, there's only been one crime, and that was the theft of a firearm for somebody that had a cheesy nylon holster. What do we say around the shop, Earl? Friends don't friends let don't friends. friends. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, thanks, Earl. No problem. No, I started it. Friends, friends don't, don't let, let friends, friends carry nylon holsters. That, that was that was Fred talking. <laughs> that was Fred talking. That's what it was. Fred and Kevin sounds so much alike. Uh, some of the things that, <laughs> in, or, in order for this bill to have made it through, there was a couple of modifications. Uh, the the Democrats wanted to, to get rid of it altogether, so uh, they wanted it to, to go with the Florida Sheriff's Association, which is backed by Pinellas County <laughs> Sheriff Bob Gultieri, and he's the one that wants it to... Uh, completely gone. He says only he should have guns, and if you show up on one of his crime scenes with the gun, legal or not, you should be prepared to be shot. But uh, one of the things that was added to the bill to the, is is uh, your firearm must be in a holster. Okay. Uh, it gets, you know, and I think that helps so us. So you can't walk into Chipotle with an AK strike. Exactly right. Now, I don't know, you know, I don't know how it was worded. I don't know if it says 
it must be secured or it cannot be in your hands. Perhaps maybe a sling over the shoulder will still work if it's behind you. Um, I, they don't want people walking around open carrying a gun like it's in the palm of your hand. Right. So we'll have to see when we get the final uh, legal reading on that, what they're, what it actually says. As opposed to Sipowicz with a bunch of rubber bands around the buttstock of his Colt stuck in his waistband. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, the other thing that it said, let me, let me get your opinion on this one, Kevin. Um, under their visions, gun owners could openly carry handguns loaded or unloaded. We just said that. Uh, but they'd have to be holstered. I'm sorry, that's the part we said. Gone are some restrictions restrictions on judges and law enforcement that Getz Bill originally imposed, which would have limited how judges decided cases and how police could confirm people open carrying had the required permit. Now, I believe people could confirm open carrying required the permit is going to be the they're going to give the grounds to law enforcement to either inspect the permit or not inspect the permit. Right. It's going to be that level yeah, of that a, level of scrutiny. It's a, it's a Terry stop to ask for your permit. Well, and, and I think that's what they're going to clarify. But um, if you're open carrying the firearm, do they have to first presume you're committing a crime before they ask you for the for the permit? To do a Terry stop, they don't have to presume you're committing a crime. Well, committing they can, they can, uh, I think they'll give it the there same. There has to be reasonable, reasonable suspicion. To some kind of criminal activity stop. may be taking place. Correct. But, but can open carrying be the only... Criminal activity. That's you know, what that, they're talking that's about. Like, that's sure. like arresting somebody for resisting arrest when there's nothing else to arrest them for. Right, right. And that's I'm sure, again, we'll get clarification on this, right. but I'm sure that's the point in contention. Right. Um, in several of the states, the 15 states that have open carry with a permit, it goes back and forth whether or not the cop would just say, let me see your permit. Right. Well, it... it See, that, encounter, that, that, ask, that, it's akin to asking for the ID. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you, and, and, and a consensual encounter, you could right. say, yeah, can I? I'm busy. I get, I'll I'll talk to me later. And then they there. shoot you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, and again, that's going to come down to training, and right. that's, that's what a lot of this is. Well, don't be in Pinellas County when they ask you for your ID and you go, I, I why? Oh, um, sure. Yeah, they're going to they're yeah. push the limit for a test case over there. We know it, that. The, the thing I'm more worried about is the, okay, well, I'm going to need to inspect that firearm and run it serial number to make sure it's not stolen. And that I'm pretty positive well, is going to be against the statute. Yes. You're not but, going to be but, able to do that. But, but don't be surprised. Well, exactly right, because you have the law. Again, this is not so much as law enforcement's fault. I don't, maybe fault's the wrong word, but that has been the training for 100 sure. years in Florida. That's right. Because they don't have open carry. It's, it's guns are bad. Guns are bad. You see a gun, react. That's right. Take uh, it. Yes, yeah, that's how you get security. Make, make, them, the gun. make right. them prove they ought to have it back. Correct. And that's the, this is the part... In here, uh, which would have limited how judges decided cases. Now, is it, I think what they're talking about there is the burden of proof in the self-defense cases. Well, it may be also that, uh, you know, having a concealed weapons permit is an affirmative defense to carrying a firearm in the state of Florida. It's still illegal to carry a firearm in the state of Florida. Right. So you can be arrested for carrying a concealed weapon, and then you have to present to the court that you have the affirmative defense, and the judge can go, that's not adequate. Right. I'm striking your affirmative defense, and then you can still be prosecuted. Um, hopefully it never gets to that point. You present it to the state attorney, and they're like, okay, bye. Yeah, right. Well, because and we've had that happen where somebody got arrested for something. They had a concealed weapon. They got charged with carrying a concealed weapon, and when we presented the concealed weapons permit to the state attorney, he went, oh, well, I'm dropping that part. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not going to waste my time on that. That's, right. That's, he's permitted. I think that's the part they're talking about there. Again, we have to get more clarification. This just happened Thursday. We're trying to bring you the latest news well, we, we have. We have to pass the bill before we can tell you what it says. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 Exactly right. That's exactly It right. worked for them. Think okay. it'll work for us. Yep. Yeah.
No. No. Yeah, probably not. Uh, how about a little bit of a Facebook update before we head out mm. for the for this hour? Mm, Facebook drama. Love it. Ooh. Facebook drama. You know Facebook is responsible for ISIS. <laughs> It, you know what? Wait a minute. We're, I thought that was global warming. Opinion. We're gonna we're gonna get to that. Uh, we're gonna you think uh, Facebook is responsible for global warming. There's some no, things. Global warming is responsible for ISIS. In fact, we'll talk about that when we get back uh, at the top of the hour. But uh, there's some things that came out of Chicago this week that uh, were absolutely <laughs> ludicrousness. So, but for now, not not the good kind of rock and roll kind yeah, of yeah. not ludicrous speed. Ludicrousnesses. Facebook bans private gun sales because they have the. Ability. Uh, private sale of firearms is now banned on Facebook and its sister site, Instagram. Social media company announced late Friday. The ban applies to private, person-to-person sales of guns, but posts by licensed gun dealers are okay. Um, just FYI, no, they're not. <laughs> it's, 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 okay. You can't sell a gun on Facebook if you're a dealer. You, you can't. You, anything with gun, your ads are turned down. Nothing is there. We can't even... Because of the name of this radio program is Arms Room Radio, we can't post on social media because arms is one of the catchwords, and they say, no, it involves the promotion and sale of firearms. N- no. We don't even try at any of the stores. And it, yeah, uh, exactly. It's just we don't it's waste, we, 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 we all suffer from the same thing with Operation Choke Point. They do the same thing, yes, too. Yes, yes. Uh, the ban applies to private person-to-person sales, but uh, post-file license gun dealers are okay. No, it's not. Well. Uh, Facebook already prohibits unauthorized dealers to purchase, sell, or trade prescription drugs, illegal drugs, or marijuana. Yeah, that's why you always see the picture as of the kids with the drugs and the marijuana. But but you know what? That's Zuckerberg, and he's an idiot, and he's a billionaire idiot. And right, I hope, next, right next to the cheap razor pictures. Yeah, and I hope I run into him in an alley. Um, although Facebook has never been directly involved in gun sales, users have created groups used specifically for the sale of firearms. No, they have not. What did they, what did they have done is created groups of individuals in 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 areas of uh, geographical areas that if they want to go shooting or you know it be just like a model rocket club have have you a swap know, have a, they they get to do it and then those people go where they do like responsible citizens and uh, either go to a gun show or go to an expo or swap meet or. Uh, they could trade firearms or sell firearms to each yeah, other. Don't ever go to a firearm swap meet in the parking lot of a Walmart. Yeah, two in the yeah, morning. It, yeah, it, should, yeah. it should be be at a at a you know licensed gun range yep. kind of place. Mm-hmm. At time of publication, which was yesterday, Facebook did not have press materials readily available. Uh, Facebook updated its policy in 2014 to limit the sale of guns due to pressure from gun control groups. Hmm, I don't know, like um, Crazy Mothers Against Everything, uh, Michael Bloomberg. Uh, every town for for gun safety, you know all these ones that want you to be safe with your firearm get offered no training whatsoever. Is there a spot in your Facebook profile to add your FFL number? Well, no, 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 no. don't to. put your FFL number on your Facebook. Somebody will copy it and try to use it inappropriately. My, my point was they don't actually check that yeah. stuff. <laughs> the company pushed forth efforts to block attempted sales to felons, minors, or across state lines without an FFL. Uh, you listen. Yeah, well, folks, you know what? Even with an FFL, you're still not going to be able to do those right. things. Facebook, unfortunately, has become, I would I would say, probably the largest source of news for people in this country. It's that's where they get, sadly. That's yeah. where they get their, it's where they it, get their Facebook news. Facebook has become Skynet. Yeah, 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 it's true. Actually, Facebook might be responsible for global warming with all the blowhards on it. That's true. There is definitely... All that methane being invented. <laughs> there is definitely a, uh, a, a giant amount of keyboard commandos. <laughs> Uh, running through the Facebook universe. Keyboard warriors, they they they're definitely out there. So Facebook no longer you can have uh, uh, you can have gun sales. And I noticed 
today that everything that was, uh, you know, the Mid-Atlantic uh, gun traders or, or you know, North uh, North, Cal- North Carolina uh, Gun Association all tr- all changed their names to North Carolina Sporting Goods Association. Oh, we, you can, know, we can do Facebook ads. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, uh, the Mid-Atlantic... Uh, Mid-Atlantic, uh, you know, again, trade trade association. They dropped gun. Mm-hmm. Everybody got out there and dropped the word gun from their name to avoid the the nonsense of Zuckerberg and his people. He's uh, he's he's the biggest piece of liberal media out there. You know, even more than the uh, the other networks that we have to deal with every day. All right, we got some great stuff coming for you. Top uh, next hour, we're gonna we're gonna. I'm, I told you about Chicago. We're gonna talk to you about Chicago when we come in. We've got uh, uh, we've got Alan joining us on the on the line from. I'm not gonna tell you which Alan. We're gonna make you wait and guess. Uh, Alan from uh, well, it's from Virginia. So now you know, really. Uh, we're gonna talk to you about Governor Governor McAuliffe and his uh, his about face up there, and then uh, you know the usual the usual stuff we do here on the program. I don't think he turned around. I think he ran backwards. Yeah, he did. So please, 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 please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. We'll be right back. From the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to the second hour of Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Now, I have to go around the room. I have to make some introductions. We we all know you can't tell the players without a scorecard, so here we go. On my right, right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Bobbing his head. <laughs> of course. On my left, the uh, courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And his Padawan learner, his samurai sidekick, Mr. Alec Smoking Weber Jacket the Third. Smoking Weber Jacket. <laughs> He's just making stuff up now. It's like a grill, man. It's like, it's like Mad Libs. He just Sm- pulls it and insert. Alec Smoking Jacket Weber is how it should have come out, but it did not. <laughs> the Mad Libs went crazy on me. <laughs> The <laughs> words are all there. They're just not in the right order. Yeah. <laughs> Census makes none. <laughs> yeah, oh, now he's all Yoda over there. <laughs> the uh, my my daughter, you know my daughter, my daughter, 10, 10, 11 years old, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> She's got an age so, somewhere in between. Wow. The uh, she has become all things Star Wars. Uh, I kept from her as a good parent. The number one, two, and three, the Jar Jar years. I kept those from her. She's never seen those Who? before. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I, I know our producer, Nick, has his feelings about this also. So, so Nick, if you need to chime in, let us know. But I, I kept one, two, and three for her so she wouldn't have to feel the pain uh, of, of the Jar Jar years. She has seen four, five, and six, New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. Uh, the first Star Wars she saw was Blue Harvest. 
which is the Family Guy version of Star Wars. Okay. And if you recall in that version, the original uh, Peter carried around the couch for the entire uh, uh, second half of that uh, that episode. Now, let her see Robot Chicken's version. No, 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 no. no. So when we finally sat down when she was about eight and watched New Hope the first time, we did it. We did. We, I think there's three acts in the movie. We did all three acts, one each night, so she could comprehend. And we went over everything. And she learned that it was a prince and princess story, yeah. uh, and she loved it. And at the very end of the movie, she asked the question, "Where's the couch?" <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't realize that was the. Roblo has it. <laughs> I told her it was on the it was on the Falcon. It was just that's where they where they were sitting. That's where they relaxed. That's where they relaxed. It's on the, the break couch. room. Yeah, it's in the break room. But now she uh, she is all things Star Wars. She's everything Star Wars. She's seen the new one. She loves Ray. She loves Finn. She loves them all. She doesn't love Ray. Well, yeah, she's she's got all the quotes down. Everybody for Raymond. She knows the script for the next movie already. She's already downloaded it on her on her on her iPad or whatever she's got. Um, and we uh, we got a new cat. While we not we, my wife and daughter got a new cat. No, while we no, were in no. Vegas. When you get a cat, it's a yeah. we, and it's a uh, it's a black cat with a little white spot on its stomach. And she said, it looks like in Jedi when Luke was wearing all black and opened it up and had some white on. So she has named it Luke Skywhiskers. <laughs> <laughs> so the cat's name is Luke Skywhiskers. So. <laughs> So I got that going for me, you know, which is which is nice. Uh, uh, I am I'm going to text George and tell him, and then you know he's going to invite her to the ranch. <laughs> Luke Skywhiskers, Chicago's top cop blames Facebook for two hundred percent increase in shootings over last year. So hold on, wait, who is he blaming? Who's he blaming? Facebook. 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 You know why? Facebook. What? Blowhards. Blow. <laughs> Uh, for years, Drama. Chicago has blamed loose gun control laws for gun violence, even though Chicago has the toughest gun control laws in the country. The former, uh, the, you know what? I don't even know this. This, uh, oh, I got his name. His name, the McCarthy, the last uh, blowhard that was the superintendent <laughs> in Chicago, was fired. Was fired back in November because he sucked. Yeah, yeah he absolutely did. But. Uh, because of the gun laws there, there was the shooting of a uh, of a black man. Um, police were involved. The, the police did not respond quick enough for uh, mayor and former chief of staff Rahm Emanuel, chief of staff to uh, Obama, uh, and he from from everything that's coming out of Chicago now. Rahm Emanuel is is on the verge of an indictment. You know that's just it's just one of those towns where. If you want to survive more than two years, it's not going to happen. You're going to be indicted. Because of the things you're going to do, you're going to get caught in their corrupt politics, or the corrupt politicians, or the rest of them are going to say... Vote, vote you know, early, vote off. Yeah, exactly. You know, this guy, this guy's trying to do something we don't like. Let's indict him. <laughs> it's, it really is, when you see the movie The Untouchables with uh, Sean, Sean Connery and, uh, and uh, Elliot Ness... Or Kevin Costner playing Elliot Ness, it's still run like that. You know, it's 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 about the same. Uh, so they fired the former superintendent uh, McCarthy there, and the new interim police superintendent John Escalante says the 200% increase in shootings this year is due to social media. So ban social media. It's a social. It's social uh, media. Let's ban it. Are you kidding? If you turn the internet off. Do you know what kind of riots they would have in Chicago? Kevin, don't ban social media. We win half of our 
fame in a lot of cases because of social media. Just in Chicago. Just in Chicago. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. okay. Well, we could do that. We okay. could listen. Yeah. It used to be, remember the movie we'll was go crazy. Uh, Escape from New York? <laughs> I think we just shift that to Chicago. Let's put the walls around Chicago, and then and we'll just have Escape from Chicago. You know, Chicago I bet break. every other state would ship parts to build a wall around Chicago. Oh, yeah. I bet you... Chicago would ship parts. <laughs> if you told Chicago it could make a buck on it, it would ship parts to itself. Uh, and then, but then, of course, but once the... the uh, somebody get indicted for it. There needs to be the great migration of Chicago. Take all the deep dish out of Chicago before you... It's already in Detroit, remember? It's in Milwaukee. We, we, we had the spoiler last week. <laughs> we know. We were there. It's, it's, it's a story, Earl. Come on. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, you know, hats off um, to uh, McCarthy for moving on, uh, for being fired. We'll see where he pops up next because he was one of those. He didn't start in Chicago. He bounced around from uh, large agency to large agency. Let's see where he comes from. I'm not sure Esca- Escalante comes from, but there's a great picture of him with Rahm Emanuel over his shoulder, standing there blaming Facebook. And even Emanuel's looking at him like, Say what? what? Actually, <laughs> that's what, that's, what that's did just you a say? better lie than I could come up with. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, Former superintendents probably ended up like Oak Hill somewhere. Yeah, yeah, they could they could end up uh, somewhere like that. Uh, but of course, it's going to be at the golf course. Yeah, you know, mumbling to themselves. So, all right, we get back. Uh, we're Cinderella gonna be, story. We're going to be talking to Mr. Alan Robertson from the state of Virginia. Virginia, uh, it's the Virginia, Virginia Citizens Defense League. Is that what it is? I forget the name of Virginia's association. Arizona. We have, but there's a, I forget what Virginia's is, and I apologize. We'll pull that up, and we have uh, Alan's, uh, Alan's dossier in front of us. And we'll be talking to him about Gov- Governor McC- it's, it's Virginia It's Virginia Citizens Defense League. Yes. Um, we'll, be, we'll be talking to him about what's gone on in uh, Virginia with Governor McAuliffe doing the 180. He so, did it without a dossier. And I did it without a dossier. Uh, you listen to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. 
I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time. How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextlevelTraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextlevelTraining.com slash arms room. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Open Gangnam Style. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Gentlemen, as promised, on the line with us, Mr. Alan Robertson. Alan, how are you doing today? The how you doing, fellas? One Alan, and only. The one and only Alan Robertson. Alan, one was, and just, only. Alan was just out with us at uh, SHOT Show, uh, ha- hanging with the Arms Room crew with the whole week. So, we, uh, Alan, uh, we followed him around, learned what he learned. He learned what we learned, and, uh, and none of us were arrested, so it worked out well. That's right. No, uh, no, no tales made the papers. Exactly. You're, you're welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> you're welcome. Come back with this creeping crud that everybody else has. It's, uh, it's terrible. I, Vegas parting gift. I, uh, I, I, yeah, that's what everybody's called it. Vegas's parting gift. I, I don't have it, so I don't, I don't know what it is. Oh, it's because you're not human. It's well, you know, I wouldn't know about that. You know, maybe there's that's some. Sort exactly. Of, He's a cyborg. There's an some alien. sort of a secret anti antidote in vodka and five hour energy shots. So that's all I can think. The uh, Alan in Virginia, your attorney general made some announcements. Uh, was it two weeks ago? Three weeks ago he did this. Uh, it was at the end of uh, December, I think the twenty second. Okay. Last week in December, that's when he made his great discovery <laughs> that uh, the other concealed carry licenses being issued by all the other states were insufficient. Uh, and Virginia was going to stop honoring that. And I think there was something like after they did the examination, it could have affected up to 35, but 25 of them for sure did not meet the same standard as Virginia. So they said they were suspending them from that direct reciprocity from those 25 states. Right, 25 of the 30. Okay, of so, 30, okay. Yeah, it was substantial. There was a lot of noise about it. Uh, the, the citizens of Virginia were angered. Um, <laughs> and and to, I guess to paint a picture of how angry they were, uh, on Thursday, we got news that we got a total reversal here. Uh, McAuliffe, is, has, he's reached a deal 
with and as the paper is called with the gun lobby although that's really not the lobby it's it's us <laughs> right right um yeah so it's with now, the citizens yeah well, so initially the the reciprocity was going to be suspended on Monday, the, the February first. Right. That has been temporarily postponed to March first, while they work through the intricacies of this deal and and get it into legislation. Yeah. Uh, now, so. and this was with, with with banning the the reciprocity for those twenty five states. This this affected. This wasn't in states like. Uh, you know, Alaska, Hawaii, and California that, that made no difference. These were these were many states that were contiguous to you. These were many states that were uh, right up and down the East Coast for the truck drivers that were driving through Virginia, uh, for the people that, you know that work in one state and travel to the other. This was these were close states. This was very close to home for you guys. Absolutely, yeah, definitely the border states. And you look at a town like uh, Salem, Virginia, which is actually on the border with North Carolina down our, our southern border. Right. I mean, you walk across the street and you've you've crossed the state line. Yes, yeah. So um, this was so, this was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, had a, a real impact. Right now, and there were there. I believe there were some Republicans in the Senate up there that they originally came out with the plan to defund the governor's protection. I guess that was one of the, the things they had available to them in their budget. It doesn't come necessarily from the state police, although it's state police that provide them with the protection. It's the Senate that funds that detail, and the Senate uh, yeah, and the Senate right. said, "Fine, if 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 we don't if if our citizens don't take to have guns, then you don't either." Yeah, that was one of the that was some of the saber rattling that was going on. Uh, yeah, they were going to defund specifically his protection detail, um, and you know I, I I'm not plugged into what's going on in in Richmond necessarily. I, you know I get most of my information from from BCDL. Right. Uh, and and there was a lot going on. Uh, one of the things they do every year is is their annual lobby day, where the, where BCDL members show up and they go to the state house uh, and they go and they you know basically rattle the cages of everybody in our legislature. Uh, and that happened just last week. Uh, that was the 18th. Um, it's usually a really well attended event. This year, uh, I imagine they showed up rather perturbed. Yeah. Um, and so this, I don't know how long this activity has been going on. Um, but it was effective uh, because even the even the Democrats in our legislature, look, there there's some anti-gun Democrats, but most of them are pretty practical and they understand that in Virginia gun rights matter, uh, and the only thing they like more than gun control is keeping their jobs, and they knew that was legitimately not going to happen. How how does how did the governor here? Uh, I'm curious the, the 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 connection between him and your attorney general. Uh, in Virginia, are they when you elect your governor, is the attorney general elected on the same ticket, uh, like it is national level, or is it a uh, you know uh, everybody runs for their individual offices? Uh, they run for their offices individually. Um, as as you can imagine, they they campaign together. Um, but yeah, each of those offices, our, our governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general are all independent elections. That's not a, a ticket issue. Which is probably why it explains why they had a such a difference of opinion. They weren't they weren't seeing things eye to eye here when this all started out. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. Okay. <laughs> I, I I suspect um, because again they they do have a relationship and they did campaign together. I, I have every reason to believe that McCullough was just as involved in this as Herring was. Okay. You know the the AG. Gotcha. Um, and so I, I you know he. I imagine if the attorney general says, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm putting some effort into this," I, I don't think he would have said, "No, you stop doing that." Okay. Um, th- this is a, a big deal for McAuliffe. Uh, he 
in, in articles in the Post right now, you know, there's a litany of gun control or, you know, as they like to call themselves now, gun safety organizations <laughs> yeah, yeah. that are simply roasting him for right. betraying them. Right. Um, I think which, he ran it up know, the flag to see who would salute it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amusing. Uh, I, I'm enjoying that a lot. <laughs> I feel a lot better this month than I did last month. Right. Um, so, yes, well, so, the, so in addition to, I mean, what's really going to change here is, there will be new legislation that says Virginia will recognize any concealed carry holder issued by any state. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a that's a plus for for all our neighbors. Yes. Um in addition to restoring these 25 states that we had in jeopardy, uh, we're actually going to pick up 3. Um so uh, that'll take us to a total of 33 states that are uh, rec- that recognize our permits. Uh, the new ones will be New Hampshire, Georgia, and Colorado, who did not previously. Wonderful, wonderful. So there is a silver lining, I guess. You know, you can make a you make cottage cheese from your from your sour milk there. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much. But uh, um, I, I, the reason I was asking family law. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, <laughs> the, the, it's also going to take away the attorney general's discretion in entering a reciprocity agreement. So if another state wants one with us, it's not up to him anymore. He has to enter it. Oh, really? Okay. It'd be one of those, uh, as long as it meets a standard, that's it. There's no, there is no uh, ability for him to say, nah, I just don't want to. Right. Right. So what did the governor get as his part of the deal? Um, He got the right to have the Virginia State Police attend all gun shows and conduct voluntary uh, background checks for private transactions. Yeah. There's no requirement to do it, but they'll be present so that if you, as a private seller, you want to make sure that the person you're selling to is is a, is a good guy, uh, you now have the option to to go ahead and have a background check performed. And that does not come along with a 4473. It's just the person. That's and, you know that's that's a good thing. Now let's see how they take care of that. Again, we've talked about the the logistical problem of that before. Is that the feds say. And it's been available. You could go into any dealer and say, I want to get this guy a background check. You just have to give them the gun information. It is good to see that they're going to be doing background checks there. But now here's here's your problem is you have the law enforcement officer who has no idea which charges are disqualifying offenses. So does that mean they're creating a whole new system in place in Virginia for that officer to call and say, do a firearm permit background check on me uh, and tell me yes or no? Or is he... You know, calling the Nick Center is he calling the FBI? So uh, I, I believe it is. Well, so Virginia already already had kind of a two stage lookup. They have the one that's maintained by the state, right? And so, so this transaction theoretically will be on the state form. It will not use the federal form. So okay, so he'll no be there with the forms. Good, good. About the firearm or serial numbers, it is simply the information of the buyer. Good. You know, listen. There's this is this is no this is no trade off. This is this is this is uh you know what we've been saying all along, we have no problem with background checks as, as long as it does not involve the information of the firearm. Uh, that's right. Well, it, and not only is it not a trade-off, but there's actually an advantage to doing it, and I, I don't know how it's going to work out legislatively, but apparently if you do the voluntary background check, there is some legal protection that will come along with that that you don't currently have under a, 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 on a purely private transaction. That's, so I, I don't know yeah. what that's going to look like yet. Uh, we, we don't have the details, but but allegedly, there's there's some protection that will be coming along with that. The other thing that uh, that McAuliffe got, and this is this is the only real win he had, and and to be honest, it, it doesn't sound like it's giving up a whole lot from from our side, is that anybody who's subject to a permanent 
uh, protective order as a result of domestic violence uh, will not be able to own a firearm for the duration of that protective order, which can run up to a maximum of two years. You know, I, I found that part to be the humorous part, that the permanent injunctive order was good for two years. And that is amusing. Uh, <laughs> well, that is redundancy. And that only covers a protective order specifically keyed on, on domestic violence. Uh, uh, an order issued for any other reason is not part of it. Uh, and, you know, it's actually a question for Kevin. You know, what is the – to have a – and I, I don't know if the Florida law is similar, but I imagine you have some idea. You know, what is the difference between a, a temporary protective order and a, and a permanent? What's the threshold for that? Do you know offhand? Kevin does know, as does Alec, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make you wait until we get back from the break. Oh, <laughs> cliffhanger. <laughs> so dun, dun, dun. give us a couple minutes. Alan uh, Robertson from, uh, from Virginia with the Virginia Citizens Defense League will be joining us when we get back, and we do Fallen Hero, and then we'll be back on the line with Alan. You are listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Kelstech Studios. See you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical 
tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence, insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Here's... Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Today we honor Marine Lance Corporal Gilbert Diaz. Diaz was wounded in action January 24th, 1968, serving during the Vietnam War in the Quang Tree province of South Vietnam on the eve of the Tet Offensive. He succumbed to his wounds and died on January 28th, 1968, at the age of 24. He was assigned to Alpha Battery, 1st Battalion, 12th Marines, 3rd Marine Division, 3rd Marine Amphibious, Amphibious Force, as a 2511 field wireman. His unit was under attack, and Diaz was wounded by artillery, rocket, and mortar fire. Diaz was from Astoria, Queens, New York. He had been in Vietnam less than one month when he was wounded. He was laid to rest in the Long Island National Cemetery in Farmingdale, New York. Lance Corporal Gilbert Diaz, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to get a hold of Kevin and myself, you can got a couple ways you can do it. You can uh, call us at the office. It's 407-480-2179. You can reach us on our website. It's maxlaworlando.com. You can reach us on the Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. Or you can reach us on Twitter at maxlaworlando. Thank you, Alec. Thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you again, Kevin, for sponsoring for sponsoring that uh, segment. Uh, we did get an email earlier. It was, it was uh, two three weeks ago, and then we you know, we had the holidays, and we had um, we had the the trip to Shot Show. We heard from a um, uh, a former Marine listener, and uh, you know because we always put the the call out for if you have anybody that you would like to nominate or for us to use for the Fallen Hero, feel free. And he said uh, he didn't have anybody on the top of his head. But uh, but a but a hoorah to the Marine Corps every now and then uh, would would get it would get them going. So uh, you know what? In fact, Alan, are you with us? That's a nice tie-in. Uh, Alan, you're you're a, you're a former Marine there. Why don't I let, whoa, you, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll let you give it out? Alan, explain to him, explain to him, Alan, you're never a former. No, no, you're or... never an ex-Marine. You're always a former Marine. Yeah, you know, I, I the semantics of that has always kind of bothered me. I, I don't want anybody <laughs> to see me in my current fat shape and say yeah, act like I'm still active duty. That's not the case. <laughs> so I use the term former 
We reserve X for uh, the special circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Barbecue <laughs> chicken dinners. Yeah. yeah. Much like the Pope uses X communicate. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let me. I'll let you give the hoorah out to the former Marines then and the current. Hoorah, Diaz. There you go. There we go. Hey, and, in answer to your question, a permanent is the difference between a permanent and a temporary injunction in Florida. Uh, is protective order, right? Yeah. Protective order, injunction against domestic violence or repeat dating repeat. violence or stalking. or the, the difference is whatever the court decides. Mm-hmm. A permanent uh, means that it remains in place until such time as the court decides to change it. Um, it'll remain an injunction uh, that bars either contact or possession of firearms or ammunition or weapons um, or, or, you know, proximity to a given address or a person uh, until court-ordered uh, to change it. Temporary usually means two things. One, when, an issue, when it's originally issued, it's a temporary, and it'll remain in effect until the statutory mandatory hearing time is heard where the party that's accused of the domestic violence has a chance to answer that and defend themselves. And, and that's usually very it, quick. It's 15 a, days in Florida. Yeah, that's a one-sided thing. Yep. So they want to get it in quickly, one, yep. to get it solved, and yep. two, to correct any wrongs if this has been a one-sided uh, ordeal. And it happens a lot. It's been yes. a one-sided ordeal. Yes. Uh, the, the second kind of temporary is that the injunction will be granted after the the, the short matter hearing, and not short matter, but the the one that happens quickly, uh, and the court will then set a duration on that, where it will expire unless and until the petitioner requests it be extended, or there's a violation that's brought to the attention of the court, and the court, on their own motion, sua sponte, can then continue it for a, a longer period of time, or then make it permanent. Your most typical injunction here in Florida for domestic violence is uh, six months, and then the judge wants either a rehearing or it expires. Okay. And and if you want to you want to win that rehearing, you've got to be able to show proof of an act of violence or a threat of violence during the period where the injunction was in place. You're given an opportunity to straighten up, and if you straighten up, then in most cases, at least the case law in Florida is, the injunction is lifted. Similar to there in uh, Virginia, Allen? I, I don't know. Uh, oh, I, I mean, okay. presumably, right? I, yeah. All right. I'm going to run up there and take the bar exam. I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, God. I, I actually, you're a little late on that. I, I could have really used you there. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what prompted that was, uh, you know, the, this part of, uh, of their change in the CCW business. This was the thing that McAuliffe got in that uh, anybody subject to a permanent, um, a permanent protective order as a result of domestic violence uh, is not allowed to possess a firearm during that period. Now they have, once that happens, they have they will have 24 hours to you know vest their collection in the hands of somebody else as long as they're you know a legal holder. Yeah, um, and, 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 you, but, and I know Kevin said it on here before. There's many ways to do that. You can give it to an officer of the court, such as your attorney, like Kevin does, and they put them in storage for you, and or do whatever you you want done with them, um, including trust for relatives or. 
Isn't that typically going to be part of the protective order anyway? So isn't it really not conceding anything? That's that's the point I was just yeah. going to get to here. Is, uh, <laughs> I can't recall a domestic violence injunction <laughs> yeah, not no. including uh, no firearms. We have one or two. Yeah. But, yeah. I've yeah. done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure, but the standard... I, I think the reason it's being circulated as a talking point is because McCall can't really say... Look, I totally got my butt kicked. I didn't get anything out of this. Right. He, he's, he's, he's pointing out a, a great thing that's already there. He's just not telling people mm-hmm. it's already there. That's my suspicion. Okay. <laughs> now, let me clarify again, because uh, we had, uh, where we, at some point during our conversation, we, the governor and your attorney general, whereas running on separate tickets, because the, the news we're seeing it down here is making McAuliffe the hero. And like, like he came and he said, no, I'm not going to let the attorney general do that. This was pretty much the two of them in cahoots, and this was the damage control part. Uh, that's the best I can. That's the best I can read it. Okay. All right. That's that's because the way the media is doing it is, well, you know, McAuliffe saved the day. Well, uh, and you know, it, it, he, he did. Uh, it turns out, uh, right. but, but, fellows, but he also uh, he, put he the did. he also he, ruined the he, day. He's the he, fireman that started the fire that saved the people. Yes. Well, and, and the funniest part about it, though, is because his constituents are the ones that he sold out. I, yes. I've never, I've never been in this position before. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, I think Kevin made the perfect example. He's the he's the fireman that started the fire and then put the fire out. If, if he didn't start the fire, Kevin, he was pouring the gas on it. Yeah, he, he well, he watched it until it was dangerous. There you go. There you go. Uh, Alan, thank you for joining us. Um, you want to go, go ahead and give a plug to AZ, or excuse me, not AZ, uh, Virginia Citizens Defense League there? Well, uh, as always, uh, that's that's the primary source of my information. Uh, they are, without a doubt, the most effective lobby in our state, uh, and uh, they do a great job of representing us. And as you can see, uh, they've snatched victory from the jaws of defeat here. They are minor miracle workers. Yeah, no, nobody saw this one coming. This was one we thought was a done deal. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you can read me on uh, whiskeyalpharomeo.com. Whiskeyalpharomeo.com. That's, that's, that's spelling it out. That's Spell right. out the phonetics. You can, get, you can, you can see Alan's uh, – his, it's, a, it's a blog site. Would that be right and call it that? It, it is a blog site. I, I'm embarrassed to say. He's a blogger. You made it dirty. No, 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 no. I, listen, listen. <laughs> if, if it was dirty, it'd be after hours, and we'd be, you know, we'd be the only two left. But right, uh, <laughs> but I'll link to it. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Uh, Alan, thank you for joining us again, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. That was Alan. Yeah, Alan, thank you. Alan. One topic left. I can't believe it's going so fast. Every t- every every week, every week, go? every week, this happens. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna play a game right now called just the tip of the story, and uh, we'll get to the rest of it at the next segment. Oh, you went there, didn't you? What? What? Uh, Obama administration making major changes to the gun background check process. We've talked about how this guy, this could, guy, this guy, this guy, this guy could take a jam sandwich <laughs> and ruin it. Okay, <laughs> take two pieces of bread, and jam them together to make a jam sandwich. And this guy can come up with tuna fish. It's, it's just nothing wrong with tuna fish. There's nothing wrong with tuna fish, but you don't want it on your jam. No. So he is uh, again. It's like the what would be the opposite of the miracle worker? He would be the anti-miracle worker. <laughs> well, thank you for the exact reverse interpretation. I'll leave it to a lawyer. <laughs> the uh, I was thinking more of like the poop collector. Yeah. You know that it's because that's what this guy's doing. But that job has a value. That actually is providing a service we all need. We all need the poop collected. That's true. That's true. He's like the 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 poop spreader. There, there you go. The the poop creator. 
poop creator and spreader. Uh, now available from Mattel, by the way. Um, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time. How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds. Plus, one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Another great crowd out there, Earl. Thank you. Thank you, Fred, for, for uh, keeping them all in line. 
Uh, hey, we got our shirt training pistols. Uh, we got the uh, the newest uh, generation, I guess you'd call it, while we were out at SHOT Show. And uh, it's the, I believe, I've, on top of my head, it's the Model 107. Yes. Model 107 is the uh, the Smith slash M&P, M&P. M- M&P uh, style. And um, I, I believe that's one that our, our we'll eventually give to our producer um, <laughs> after we put a couple hundred thousand rounds through it first. You know, we're well, you know, right down the barrel on it. You know? One of the guys is it's building broken. software for that program. He says he's had one of those for four years. Still hasn't changed the battery. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. I, I actually I don't even know where the battery goes. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'm going to I'm going to call Brett. And Brett, I don't change the battery if I ever change yeah, the battery. If uh, they uh, let's see, there's there's one sitting on Earl's desk. Mm-hmm. There's one sitting on my desk. There's one on Kevin's desk. There's one on uh, Alex's desk, and um, and we we've all found some great little training aids. Uh, you know, Earl and I. I've trained. Some, I found some scars. Well, yeah, Earl and I found. Don't chase the laser. Work the sights. Work the sights, and right. that's what we're doing. We figured that was a quick one, and we've really been uh, getting our reps in. I mean, we've been we've been we've been laying down some green laser fire like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's been. I I found that I had to adjust finger placement for trigger pull. Yes, because I was I was tipping, the line. I was tipping my finger onto yep. the trigger for the for the cert, whereas I I tend to use the pad on my finger. Yep. And my in my full size Glock, so I've adjusted that some, and. Uh, only the first shot counts. I I don't yeah. repeat fire because I do. I chase the laser, so I move from one target to the next. I also found that uh, low light can be difficult, so I'm coming up with a technique to put an illuminated sight on the front post, and that worked like a charm with a little of that luminol paint. There you go. Um, I felt like William Tell today. I was shooting a sombrero off a pig's head. <laughs> hey, pick your target and, and engage. That's, right, that's, right. That's, that's that's all you got to do. Pick your target and engage. We uh, we've I've got a couple of targets that sit across from me in the office. You know, they're a good 10, 15 feet away. So quick acquisition. Yep. We've got yep. we moved to another part of the office. We can actually look down the hallway and and shoot a reflective target twenty five yards away, which has been really nice. And I know Kevin, you. You're like us. You're getting so many reps in a day. It's becoming normal to pick up this red. It's clearly not a real gun. To pick up this red and black training pistol, and you want to keep shooting it. Right. But you want to shoot targets out store, outdoors at the Seven Eleven. <laughs> I, I wanted to see where you can't see the laser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, no, I can see the laser. You can see the laser a really long yeah. ways. I fired yeah. it across the street from my house. Yeah. It. It. I was using the targets at the house, probably 300 yards away. Uh, they have lights on their front porch. And, right. Oh, yeah, because they it, glow when you hit them. It, yeah. it, it's at the end of their driveway, yeah. and I'm shooting their fence post. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to account for some drop at 300 yards with a 40 cal. I'm going to have to. <laughs> oh, was the, was the laser dropping? No, the laser wasn't dropping. But, <laughs> so, but, the but laser clearly, doesn't. The bullet will. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm gonna, well, I'm you gonna get close to, enough to a black hole, that laser will drop. I'm going yeah. 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 to have to yeah. skip it to the, to the target. <laughs> no, I, would, I keep thinking I need to go out, you know, and putting gas in my car. You know, and, and train with it there, but then I won't have a real firearm on because I wouldn't <laughs> want to carry them both at the same time. Right, right, right. So now I've realized that I'm going to have to have Donk with me when <laughs> when I go do that. Well, don't worry. After the open carry bill passes, you can carry your actual firearm in your holster and your cert in your hand to practice with. N- no, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to be carrying the cert in a in a live firearm at the same time. Well, you just drop and go for your one of your No, I know I don't uh, want to accidentally go recipe for Okay, I'm going to try shooting that oh fill stick. That was a 40. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Oops, wrong one. So the, the, only headshots count. 
the cert training pistols have been great. We we met uh, when we were out in Vegas with uh, uh, Britt Lentz, CFO out there, and with Mike Hughes. Mike is uh, the the president of the company. You know, Mike is the number seven in USPCA. Uh, is that right? Yes. Is, I always get that one wrong. USPCA. He's number seven in the world. USPCA, and he was. Uh, I think it was third season top shot. He was the runner up. Thought it was second. That would be runner up. No, oh. I think I think he's no, second season. Season. he was second in the third season. Second not, third. not third, third in the second. Third in the second uh, he was season. second in the third this season. Dyslexia is second. wonderful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I almost had it right, and uh-huh. so did you. I said second to third season. That's what I said. It's runner up in the third season. No, you said yeah. third and runner up is not second. Runner up is second. Runner up second. Unless you ask Steve Harvey, <laughs> then it's you know. They won. You know, they won. You won. No, I'm sorry. You know, it's not. It's not you. For those of you that don't know, Mr. Harvey had a boo-boo at the, was it the Miss USA, Miss America, whatever? Miss Universe. Miss Universe. Universe. It, it wasn't just local. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, I, it's a little biased because I didn't, see anybody, I didn't see anybody from off-planet there. We, we've talked about there, the fact that nobody that's all, not from Earth has yeah, won. They were there, all there's Earth a couple things. of aliens. <laughs> yeah, true. But they've never won. <laughs> true. True. Uh, I want to talk to you uh, again. We, we we alluded to Obama making some major changes during the gun background check process. Now you heard how he was going to be throwing. Let me see if I get the numbers right here. He wanted to throw an additional 230 examiners to help staff the NICS process. Uh, the, the that's the NICS. That's the National Instant Crime Background Check System, which by the way doesn't spell NICS, but you know it's just it's a federal acronym, so I'll leave it. Um, the he's going to throw an extra 230. Uh, well, with respect to the 230, we hope the hiring begins uh, using the fiscal year's appropriation because right now they don't have the money. So, and, when, and, and according to the people that do it, 230 wouldn't make a dent. Correct. Correct. So what what they have begun doing, uh, and by the way, uh, we all, all of us here know people in the uh, the government the, side of the, the industry. The industry. Yes. Okay. And, That's what and, actually what they're called. The industry side. Well, no, the government side of the industry, yeah. because we're on the civilian side of the industry. But no, the industry guys call themselves the industry. The industry, yes, yeah. yes. Because there's the enforcement side. Correct. And there's the industry. Now side. we've talked to people on both the enforcement side. We've we've talked to ATF people. Okay. All right. that, that's what right. we mean. Yeah. We talked to ATF people. Right. We, we know people. We know people. Well, we know people well, because actually we, they know us. We we deal with people. So uh, we're people. People. They're not happy with any of this. <laughs> we, that is an understatement. <laughs> you. you know, ATF was very pleasant yeah. the first day it shot. Very pleasant. When I walked up to them on Friday, they growled. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> it, was, it was, stop asking that question. Stop, stop asking the question. Yes, this uh, this makeshift reorganization that the president announced. Uh, here's the problem. The, the bodies have moved. They're putting people to where the president says they need to be. And they don't have those 230 people because they... Go out to no money. Go out to the money tree. Go 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 give the forestry department and plant the trees that are going to make the money to fund this program. That's uh, the printing press, right? Exactly okay, right. So the the people have moved to the area the president wants them to be in. Well, guess where they moved from? They moved from the appeals section. <coughs> so if you go in right now and you decide I'm going to get a background check, and you come back with a denial, and and folks, denials happen. Denials happen uh, all the time with. Gun purchaser John Smith. Oh yeah. With gun it, purchaser, it, you know, uh, uh, Bill Bill Jones. You know, with with common names, uh, you know, it, they they happen a lot because that name is either uh, fraudulent ID, you know, stolen ID, or 
uh, there's a Bill Jones in uh, in Oklahoma that's got a felony or a, a permanent oh. domestic violence injunction, mm-hmm. uh, which is more than likely that's what happens. Probably not just it's a one in every fifty state. Yes, yes. So those guys get on the deny list, not on the delay list. The delay list is. Uh, hey, listen, we're, we're we, still looking at him. Yeah, we think it might it might be you. His name is Jonathan Alfred Smith. Right, right. And, and, and so it, and you're that, we think it might be you. Yep. So you get on the appeal, you get on the deny list. There's a there's a standard form. You you get denied. Your dealer hands you a piece of paper, says go get a fingerprint check, because remember this, the level you get done at the gun show or at the the gun dealer is a name based background check. Name based background check. Uh, so they can only identify you to a certain point because it's name based. And if they find somebody with the same name that's got a bad record, uh, you know, same date of birth, you know, and, and, and some of the characteristics are similar. It bounces it back. You get denied. Uh, A fingerprint-based background check is a little simpler to determine who's who. Your fingerprints go up and they say, uh, okay, yeah, this Bill Johnson was arrested for this, but that's not the same fingerprint, so it's a different Bill Johnson. So if you get denied, you get this fingerprint form that you send off to the state or the FBI, and they do the background check. But not anymore because the appeals section is gone. They needed the manpower elsewhere. They're gone. So if you're denied, guess what? You've got no recourse. You've just lost your right to a gun. I would argue that. You would because you're an attorney and you uh, should. As a matter of fact, he probably will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's what's that's what's going on. And uh, there's no update. There's no. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get this fixed when this happens. It's just no, it's gone for now. Yeah. We'll no more due process. Yeah. Uh, it's gone for now. Or do we'll do let's, on let's your process. Know. Just to let you know, last year there were. Uh, it's in 2014. There were just under 91,000 denials. So that's 91,000 people that have no chance for an appeal. I'm sure there's plenty on there that don't deserve the gun that were actual, de- you know, denials. But it's gone. They're done. They're done. Good show today, guys, gentlemen, guys, friends, everybody listening. Uh, I want to thank our guest, Alan Robertson from Virginia, uh, for providing us with some information uh, what's going on out uh, with Governor McAuliffe. And uh, it was a good show. Thanks for, thanks for the input. Did we uh, we do all right? Did No FCC running through the door today with the fine book? No, we good? I, I, I Earl like, held him at bay. Earl like held him at bay? Okay. Actually, Fred did. Fred didn't? All right. He used to assert pistol. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next week, please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, get ready. And if you're not, get ready. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Yeah, stay, safe. Looks, yeah stay safe. Please stay safe. And uh, remember, if you're, uh, if you're driving and you feel like you need to play with your phone or something... Pull over. Pull over on the side of the road. Don't. And choke yourself. Choke yourself. Yeah, choke yourself. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Practice.